what we don't realize is that spouses, spouses are usually side pieces of purpose. The purpose can't be ignored and spouses that don't understand this usually end up getting hurt. This is the lounge. Let's go. Hey, I do some this is the lounge. Culture and justice, you know you can trust that we holding it down. Well, you can bet we applying that pressure to come by the pound. Speaking the truth and the logic to do what makes us so profound. That's why we got the crown. Shit, this is the lounge. Culture and justice, you know you can trust that we holding it down. Well, you can bet we applying that pressure to come by the pound. We living better no matter the weather, we sticking around. Come see what we found. Yeah, this is the lounge. VSOP for the record, no better. Yeah, this for the wealth. Both of the people are equals, no better. To speak for the culture, our needs and our health. Conscious it reign with dignity, giving the keys to victory and being a man. Lift up the culture, protect it from leeches and vultures, and speak for who need in their hands. Cause this is the lounge. Welcome back to the lounge. I, I of course am your host, captain of the cool kids, host of the Grown Man Logic podcast, Dewan J. And I hope, I hope that all is well. If you've been keeping up with this series, then you're aware that we are going through Quentin Tarantino's film, Kill Bill, and the Deadly Viper Assassin Squad, also known as Divas. We've talked about breaking generational curses. We've talked about overcoming trauma. We've talked about outrunning karma. But tonight... Tonight, we have to talk about walking without a purpose. Walking without a purpose. Our drink of the evening. Brought to you in this beautiful 14.5 ounce highball glass. Is a midnight millionaire. A midnight millionaire. For those of you that are martini drinkers, that are day drinkers and, and partiers such as myself, you know that it's it's light, it's refreshing. And again, just like last week's drink, it'll get you where you need to be. We've talked about Beatrix, we've talked about Oran Ishii, we've talked about Fernita Green and those character flaws or those areas of improvement these people need. We've discussed it. We've discussed it at great length, but tonight, tonight we have to talk about Bud. Bill's brother, Bud, and we have to talk about why walking without purpose is in fact a deadly game. We've heard it said time and time again that idle hands and an idle mind are both the devil's workshop. We've heard it said from the old timers. We've heard it said from new day philanthropists. We've heard it said from uh, modern day philosophers and those just looking for tweets and retweets and likes and double taps, etc. But what does it really mean? What does it really mean when it says the devil's workshop? And does it mean that you're necessarily condemned to hell? Now, Bud is the perfect example of what lack of purpose does to an individual. A little background on Bud is he's the brother of Bill. He is the only male member of the Deadly Viper Assassin Squad, which is ironic because the acronym literally spells Divas. 
Um, he attempted to change who he was after the massacre at the Pines. He also is in deep sorrow. We find a, a troubled man when we find Bud, um, a man who's dejected, who's isolated himself and literally changed who he was and his philosophy in order to accommodate um, his guilt and his emotions and his sorrow. It's here that I got to pause and I have to talk about how Bud was never a man with purpose. Bud has always, uh, as evidentiary throughout Kill Bill Volume 1, up until his death, he's always been accommodating to his brother. And everything that he's done, from joining the Assassin Squad to begin with, from selling the Katana Sword to objecting and later giving in to the Massacre at the Pines, to ultimately attempting to resell the sword again, causing him his life. He's done everything to accommodate and or affect his brother. Here's where the men out there need to take some responsibility and take some initiative and take some self-awareness and a self-inventory and realize that when you're moving without a purpose, you just want to fit in. You want to be cool. You want to be liked. You want to be well-received by those around you and those that you love in hopes that they will reciprocate that love back to you. This is Bud's struggle. This is Bud's life. We get into it. Uh, we initially... Actually, let me start at the phone call of Bill warning Bud that Beatrice was coming. All right. This is one of those times where you would think, hey, oh, my God, thank you. You have, you know, spared my life. You've warned me of impending doom. But how does Bud respond? That woman deserves her revenge. I'm quoting here. That woman deserves her revenge and we deserve to die. But then again, so does she. So we'll see, won't we? Uh, a lackadaisical approach to impending doom. And this series is entitled Kill Bill. And the last L stands for lackadaisicalness. This is one of the four character flaws that we have as human beings. Uh, a lack of care a lack of uh, involvement when it comes to our survival versus our thriving. I've said it time and time again. You have to participate in your own survival. And I've also said you have to live, not just exist. But let's get into it. Let's talk about it. And I'd like to start with the phone call, Bud, uh, calls uh, Bill calls his brother Bud, and he begins to tell him, "Hey, hey, this is this is happening. This lady's coming for you." Bud was already at internal conflict because he didn't want to partake um, in the massacre of the bride and her family, and so he was already feeling remorse and regret and things of this nature. He spoke out against it initially. But he eventually went on because he wanted to fit in with the crowd. You have to understand that when you're on purpose, 
and when you're moving with purpose that you're not always going to fit in. You're going to be the oddball sometimes. People are going to say that you're crazy. People are going to call you a corny. People are going to call you a nerd. Whatever the derogatory term is for people that aren't doing what the end crowd is doing. You're going to be called these things. You're an outlier. It's biblical that many are called, few are chosen. It's biblical that there are a set anointed people set aside. It's principle, universal law, that in order to achieve a level that you've never achieved before, that you have to do things that you've never done. It's going to be sacrificing parties, sacrificing fun times for books, sacrificing fun times to get a couple extra jump shots in, waking up early, sacrificing sleep. It requires sacrifice because you're moving with a purpose. And every time that you step out of your bed, you are taking one step towards your goal, your vision, your dream, that everyone else is going to think that you're crazy. Bud never had this. Having a purpose, according to the JAMA Network Open Study, JAMA, J-A-M-A, -A, Network Open Study, having a purpose, it lowers your risk of death. When Bud was a member of the Divas, the Deadly Viper Assassin Squad, death didn't come for him because he was busy doing it. I've said several times on the Grown Man Logic podcast, I've said several times on other platforms in which I've had the opportunity and the privilege to speak that life happens in two ways. You either make things happen or things happen to you. You either make things happen or things happen to you. And Bud was in that transitional phase. He was going from making things happen. He was uh, traveling the world, doing the bidding of the snake charmer. He was doing the bidding of those people that were appointed over him in conjunction with the Deadly Viper Assassin Squad. These dudes, or excuse me, these ladies and this guy were highly trained Kung Fu masters, highly trained in weaponry, highly trained to react and have reflexes and things of this nature. And all of them had a specialty. And as long as they were moving with this purpose and with this objective, they were safe because they kept their mind occupied. They kept their bodies fit. They kept their mind set to task so minuscule things or things could never creep upon them. The thing that ultimately cost this man his life was the fact that he was retired. He was lackadaisicalness. It had began to infest him. He was lackadaisical and his laziness. He was lazy. The man went from one of the most deadly men in the world to bouncing at a strip club. To make ends meet. That's crazy. Oh, how the mighty fall. That is nuts. So L Driver, who we'll talk about next week. 
L Driver came to buy the sword from Bud after he shot and buried the bride alive. And she comes to buy the sword for $1 million. Bud figures, hey, look, you know what? I've done this. My life's no longer in danger. I can let my guard down. Something that he would never have done if he was still on task. If he was still on purpose. But he retired at a young age. Drowning himself in alcohol, drowning himself in sorrow and in guilt and in remorse for what he had done. And this action that he committed, he was against from the very beginning. The journey is as important. Actually, it's more important than the destination. Why? Because the journey is what provides you with your purpose. No matter how the goal sits with you, whether it's big goal, small goal, big dream, small dream, short range, long range, it keeps you in good physical and mental health because it provides you with a reason to wake up in the morning. It provides you with a reason to recover. It provides you with a reason to get out of bed, stretch your legs, stay in shape. Stay mentally sharp. Stay physically sharp. It's no coincidence that after Bud retired from his job that he uh, died shortly after. The same is true in our life today. Nothing has, has really changed. I mean, studies show that people that retire early before the age of 65, die within 10 years. Die within 10 years of retirement. Whereas people who continue to work past the age of 65 go on to live until their life expectancy because they're constantly moving, constantly learning, constantly growing, constantly evolving. Are you starting to see a trend here? The reason that Bud was betrayed by Elle when she came to buy the sword anyway is because of jealousy and envy. She was envious that a has-been, a slob, uh, what was the word that she used? Um, I didn't write the quote down. I didn't write the quote down. But she basically called him a has-been redneck hick, essentially. And she was angry that that guy took down one of the finest warriors that she had ever seen in her life. There's something to be said about that. Your regard, your respect in life. Now, it's crazy that this happened. Right. Um, because Bud was uncertain. He was uncertain whether he wanted to live, if he wanted to die. He didn't know. He didn't know anything. He was kind of just floating. This is a dangerous place. This is a dangerous place to be. Just floating. Because when you float, the currents, the currents of life began to wish you this way and wish you that way. And they may take you under when you don't want to go under, when you're not prepared to go under. 
They may hold you under when you desperately need a breath, but you're just floating. The universe does not treat floaters well. It does not treat people that are lazy well. It does not treat people that are lackadaisical well. And there's no better example than what we're finding right here. Bud retired early. Retiring early or retirement in general leads to no focus. You don't focus on anything in, in specific. And that leads to a sense of loss. What should your time be spent on? What should you be thinking about? What should you be growing? What should you be attaining in your life? There's nothing to reach for so you become stagnant. It reminds me of a story that I heard and the question was asked to the class. The instructor turned on a faucet and put a glass underneath the faucet. And the instructor then asked the class, does the water conform or does it adapt to this glass? Some said conform, some said adapt. But the true answer is that it adapted. The water took the shape of the glass knowing that as long as it stayed connected to its supplier, that it'll eventually outgrow any situation that it was in. The, 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 the point that I'm making is that the faucet being the supplier would allow the water to outgrow the situation. Even with added pressure, the water would just break the glass. But when you retire from and you have no purpose, when you start to rest and you have no purpose, when you have no focus, no drive, no ambition, no motivation, these are the things that begin to happen. You become stagnant. Nobody wants to drink water that's been in a glass for longer than a day, two days. Because the water's stagnant, it's still, it's no longer moving, which means that it can no longer produce life. So the bacteria of life begins to infest it. Bad attitudes, bad relationships, bad credit, bad karma. And nobody eventually wants to be around that glass. Nobody wants to drink from that cup. We talked about it last week when I talked about adding value so that you're missed more than you were remembered. And when you're stagnant water in that glass, you're, you're only remembered. Nobody wants to be around that. You can't pour into anything and bear fruit because you're stagnant. You're still. What happens with Bud? Let's get back to our story. Bud takes the acknowledgement and sure enough, Beatrix comes to knock on his door and he's one step ahead of the game. She opens the door and he shoots her right in the chest. Salt rock, boom. Right, job done, except it's not. He began to rest on his laurels and because of how sick he is and the way that he treated her, he didn't finish the job. He did not complete the task. And here's the lesson in that. Because Bud did what he did, right? And Mr. Tarantino, again, I'm not trying to give away your film, sir. But he did what he did. 
And because he did not finish the job, it cost his brother his life. Why am I telling you that? And why is that important? You have to be a closer. You have to be a finisher. And with a purpose, you will close and you will finish. But with no purpose, you won't. You think that good enough is good enough. Ballpark. Not realizing the people that you're hurting around you because you didn't finish your job. How many of you guys go to work on a daily basis? And, you know, you're working in conjunction with somebody or even back in high school, if you don't work a, a job where you're team oriented back in high school, when you were handing in junior and senior projects and you had to work as a team and you always had that one slacker on your team that didn't pull their weight, didn't contribute their part. It made everybody else's life more difficult. You got to take on greater tasks because your name is on it. Bud's attached to Bill, Bill's attached to Bud, but because Bud had no purpose, he had no will to finish, Bud ended up dying. I mean, Bill ended up dying. The movie could have ended when she knocked on the trailer. It could have been over. Roll credits. But no. It's not how it went down. Good enough, it will never be good enough. You have to close. You have to finish. And finish strong. But this is what happens when you walk with no purpose. When you walk without purpose, you, you have no, no skills, no structure, no discipline. Because there's nothing to set your moral compass to. There's nothing to set your goals to. There's nothing to set your mind to. And with no anchor, a ship just floats in the ocean forever until it meets destruction. It either runs aground, hits a rock, hits an iceberg, runs over a landmine, sinks. Because there's nothing to anchor it. The same is true with life. What do you have to anchor to you? That's what your goals are for. That's what your purpose is for. So you can keep all uh, manifestations. You can keep all your uh, vision boards. But you, you, you need, you need a purpose. It leads to longer life. It leads to better focus. It leads to being a better person. Overall mental and physical health. Why are you here? Why are we here? What benefit are you adding to this earth? I digress. Back to Bud. His code name was Sidewinder. Now, for those of y'all who don't know and who this is the first video of this series that you're seeing or this is the first episode of the podcast that you're actually listening to. Sidewinders are snakes that are traditionally in the desert. They move to the side due to the terrain that they live in. And ultimately, they need that to generate more heat. Now, the lesson to be learned from there is simply this. When the terrain isn't beneficial, 
or conducive to that snake. It moves sideways. It never goes straight through the problem. It moves sideways. It winds around the problem. Because the desert is a frictionless environment. They don't like conflict. They don't like any friction inside of their lives. They want everything to be smooth. But we all know that life doesn't operate that way. Another thing to note about the sidewinder is that they move to the side because the desert gets cold at night, whether you realize it or not. And that generates more body heat for them. So when a person is out of their element, they start to move sideways, not straight up and down like the way that we expect them to. Are they fast? Sure. Does it get the job done? Yeah. But they produce so much more stress on themselves because they won't deal with the problem directly. Moral of the story is we need a purpose. Without a purpose, nothing has to kill you. You're already dead. Dead on the inside. Emotionally and mentally. So let's not be like Bud. Let's 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 find a purpose and let's wake up every day focused on the task at hand. I'm gonna leave it there. If if I miss something, you want to debate it, email me. Talk to gml at gmail.com. Talk to gml at gmail.com. If you're looking for merchandise such as this 14.5-ounce highball glass that I've been drinking from all night long, then you can find that at shopgrownmanlogicpod.com. Shopgrownmanlogicpod.com. Um, be sure to follow us on Instagram, where we're live every Monday and Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to leave it here for now. Thank you guys for stopping by the lounge. We'll see you next week. Cheers.